one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Welcome, friends, to another r slash Am I the Jerk Here video. Would you be the jerk for making your own mom cry? We'll find out, but first, a story from Hangry Man Starved. Am I the jerk for blocking access to my food and threatening no help with accommodation? I, 22-year-old male, am in my first serious relationship with H, 25-year-old female. We've been together just under a year. She moved into my place three months ago. Everything was fine in the beginning, but once we started seeing each other more frequently, I noticed her bad habit. Every time we went out and food was involved, she would sample my food before I got to it. We're not just talking of a chip here and there for my chip butt sandwich. In actual classy places, she would take the first chunk of my steak or salmon or cake. You name it, she would take the first bite. I had several talks with her about this, but she said it was cute and not sinister. Four months ago, H got a job with training opportunity. After completion, when she returns to her normal place, the salary will be higher. My place is 40 minutes closer than where she used to live, and I offered her to live with me rent-free if she stopped with this behavior. The first month, she stuck to our agreement. The second month, she slipped up a few times. This last month, she's gone back to her old ways. Last weekend, a turning point. I bake as a hobby. I made cake. After dividing it into eight, I left it in the fridge while I went out with a friend. Usually when I bake and friends drop me off, I'll fetch a few slices and thank them for the lift home with the cake. Imagine my surprise when I saw that each piece had a bite taken. I phoned my friend that I owed him cake and he needn't wait for me to come back down. I was angry. I told her that she embarrassed me and we needed to figure out a solution. She went defensive and said she ate it due to loving me so much that all women do this and guys love it. I made it very clear that she needed to stop now or there would be consequences. Next day, I bought a lockbox for the fridge. She was livid but couldn't do much. Last night she broke the lock and had taken a bite out of all my snacks and two slices of baguettes in there. I told her to pack her stuff and leave while I stay with my mother for a few hours. She called me a jerk for making her homeless and possibly ruining her employment opportunities. Reddit, am I the jerk? This is one of those things that just drives you insane, and it's also a very fair request for them to say, hey, knock this off or this just isn't going to work out. If you were dating somebody for a brief time that did this, would you feel bad about kicking them out knowing they have nowhere else to go? Let me know what you guys think in the comments down below. Our next story is from TAGF No. Am I the jerk for keeping the engagement ring and giving up asking to propose after propose? In front of my parents and in-laws? I'm 25-year-old female, my girlfriend Molly, 26-year-old female, for the last six months started with a joke that I've already made clear that I don't like. It consists of her saying no quickly to anything I ask. I know it sounds silly, but I ask her to get a glass of water for me. She says no, and after one minute, I'm almost getting up. She says she's joking and get some water. I ask her to wash the dishes. She says no. 
I say, I love you. She says, no. I ask her to take her clothes. She says, no. Everything is joking and after 30 seconds to a minute she does it, but she's addicted to doing it. I've already made it clear several times that I don't like it. Even more so in I love you. She's the only person I can say that, so it's special to me. And there are things that are serious and I need her to answer seriously. And if she says no to everything jokingly, I can't tell when she's saying a real no. It's already happened. I keep saying this is boring and I don't like it. She stops doing it and goes back to doing it after a week. After a brief discussion, she played this prank in front of our friends. Me asking, love, can you give me some medicine? And she with no kidding, she stopped doing it for one month. Yesterday, we welcomed my parents, in-laws, and our two best friends to our house. Everyone knew that I was going to propose to her, and I called them. Because we always plan this proposal with our loved ones attending, participating in this special day. I asked her to marry me, and she said a quick no, and I was so grumpy and panicked and upset. Everyone looked in shock for 30 seconds for her to laugh and say she was joking, finally saying yes. I was so embarrassed and disappointed. I put the ring box back in and said I'd take it out to cool off. I didn't even let her say anything. She kept texting me, not answering calls, saying it was just a joke and that I knew she always did that. She said I left a difficult situation in the house because it was very clear that I'd given up on purpose and did so in front of my parents and in-laws. She stressed that I was making the situation uncomfortable because of a silly joke. Well, I slept in a hotel and I'm still in it. My parents supported me, but my in-laws are calling me a jerk for giving up on proposing, disproportionately humiliating their daughter. I just really think there's a time for jokes. And that moment, clearly, she knew I didn't like it and decided to do it anyway. Am I the jerk? Honestly, in my life, I've done a lot of similar things where somebody close to me asks me to do something, I say no, and immediately go to do whatever they asked anyways. But when I do that, it's far and few between, and I just can't imagine thinking it's fun to pull that cutesy little prank, if you want to call it that, when you're getting proposed to. It's just a little over immature, and them doing that in that moment, I think can serve as like a really good reminder that they honestly annoy you and maybe it isn't right. As brutal as that sounds, I don't think OP's the jerk. Our next story is from individual12578. Am I the jerk for buying my granddaughter more expensive gifts than my grandson? I have many grandchildren, but this is about the oldest ones. Jake, 18, and Maya, 18. They're cousins, not siblings. 18th birthdays are very important in our family. So for Jake's 18th birthday, I told him I'll buy him whatever he wants, as long as it's reasonable, of course. He told me he needs a new phone. So I bought one for him, which cost me around $1,000. I encouraged him to choose other gifts as well, but he said it's enough. For Maya's 18th birthday, I did the same thing and told her to choose whatever she wants. She gave me a list of the things that she wanted, and it cost me about $7,000. I was a bit unsure whether I should buy them or not, but decided that it would be unfair if I don't buy it, because Jake had the same offer, and he chose not to get anything else. Jake's father, my son, was very angry at Maya's birthday. He said I'm showing favoritism. I tried to explain to him that I'm not because Jake had the same offer. His argument was that I raised Maya, 
Her parents worked a lot and I was basically her babysitter. While I didn't have as much contact with Jake, his mom was a stay-at-home mom. So naturally Maya would be closer to me and it would be easier for her to ask me for things. Honestly, a lot of people are saying OP's the jerk here, but I don't necessarily agree with that. I think OP would be the jerk only if they're not willing to correct and kind of even out the value here. They're saying, oh, they should have capped it out at $1,000 after Jake settled at that point. But I'm more of the opinion, let Maya get whatever they want and then make it fair to Jake. Now, if OP is refusing to even it out in any way and sticks firm, then they would definitely be the jerk. I guess the question is, are they a jerk for not going out of their way to even it out after Maya got the gifts? By the way, if you're enjoying these stories, make sure to hit those like and subscribe buttons down below so you never miss any of my daily videos. Our next story is from Acceptable Scene 6870 Am I the jerk for not telling my husband he smells sooner and ruining a friend's wedding? This week was the wedding of two of my husbands, 33-year-old male, and my, 31-year-old female, longtime friends. For some background, recently we've been having some issues. I told him I needed some space, so we agreed he should move back in with his mom temporarily. I wasn't thrilled about this because she tends to baby him, though I had to accept it as he had nowhere else to go, and I wanted him out of the house. I wondered what to do about the wedding. We talked and decided it would be best for us to go together and for him to move back home afterwards. He didn't have time before the wedding to pack up his things and so got ready at his mom's while I got ready at home and we planned to meet there. When he arrived, I was already chatting with friends. He came over to us and immediately I noticed this rotten stench on him. He smelled like he'd been dumpster diving. It made my eyes water a little. I noticed our friends noticing, but he was completely oblivious and kept on chatting. I tried to let him know discreetly, but he wasn't getting the hint at all. We took our seats in the chapel, and the service was beautiful. By this point, my nose had pretty much tuned out the smell, but it was clearly affecting other people, and I still hadn't had a chance to let him know. After the service, I saw an old girlfriend I hadn't seen in years and wanted to catch up. Apparently, while I was chatting with her, a friend had pulled Hubby aside and basically told him he stunk. He got upset and demanded we leave immediately. In the car, we argued, and he told me I was a horrible wife to let him embarrass himself like that in front of friends, and that I was probably laughing behind his back. He said that I knew he could be forgetful, and since he was my responsibility as my wife, I should have called him up at his mom's to remind him to shower. Usually he'll come in when I'm in. I was speechless and said nothing the entire car ride home while he berated me. This morning, I checked my phone, and we both have been removed from a number of group chats that included friends that went to that wedding. I heard through some friends that the bride feels we ruined her day. More people were talking about my husband than we thought, and she no longer wants to speak with us. I'm shocked and really hurt by this and have been feeling guilty all day. I didn't want to embarrass him by letting him know when other people were around, but now I've cost him friends and feel like I've handled it all horribly. So am I the jerk? So I don't think OP's outright the jerk. I think... It's usually the best policy to just let them know as soon as you can. That said, the husband literally told OP, It's your job as my wife to call me up and remind me to shower. To remind you to shower? Are you in elementary school? Just for that alone, OP's not the jerk. 
This next story is from Thy Shall Be Cold. Am I the jerk for refusing to talk to my sibling? My sister, I'll call her T here, has always been more successful than me, especially academically. I have certain learning difficulties, but I'm in no way dumb. I just need more instructions for me to be able to complete certain tasks. T always seemed to believe that she's better than me because of this, to the extent that she would say it to my face, and honestly, I couldn't really argue with her because our parents took her side. A few years ago, T failed to get into Oxford, her dream university, but still ended up at a very good university. At the time, I was working my butt off with schoolwork because I also wanted to get into a very good university and make my family, including her, proud of me. I managed to graduate high school in the top of my class. I applied to multiple universities, one of them being Cambridge. I didn't think I would be able to get in, even with my good grades in high school and extra activities, but it was my dream university. To my surprise, I managed to get into four of the five universities I applied for, Cambridge being one of the four. I was very happy about it, but T was not. She came into my room and started crying and shouting at me because I got into a university that was more prestigious than hers. She told me that if I was a good sibling, I wouldn't mind going to a less known university and started saying stuff like, How could you do something like this to me? I'm the smart child. You hate me, don't you? I bet you'll fail and drop out with that pathetic IQ of yours. I barely spoke to her after that. And when I moved out, I blocked her on every social media I had. My parents are very mad at me, saying that I should have at least talked to her and let her apologize and tell me that she acted that way because she was just very angry in that moment and didn't mean it. They say I'm being very immature, but that was the last straw for me and I don't want to talk to her, even though it's been almost a year since we had the fight. I don't blame OP and I don't think they're the jerk. Personally, if I had somebody that always talked down to me, never believed in me, to the point where they expect me to accept a lower option just because they think that's my path in life and that I can't do better than them, well I think that person clearly doesn't deserve your time. I think OP's totally in the right here. This next story is from Lazy Right. Am I the jerk for calling my girlfriend an inconsiderate jerk for waking me up on my day off? Every day, I get up at 5am for work. I do everything I can to be as quiet as physically possible to not wake my partner. Of course, it's not going to be perfect every time, but I'd say around 90% of the time, she doesn't wake up at all while I'm showering and getting ready, etc. She, on the other hand, can be flexible as to when she gets up and starts work. She works from home, and in her role, she doesn't have any direct superior to monitor her, or at least one that cares. Now, this woman is atrocious with punctuality and time management. She's always late to everything. She wakes up late almost every day, but as she's able to just log onto her laptop straight out of bed, she can just get away with it. The fact that I have to get up early for work every day means I really value a lie-in on my days off. It's something I've always appreciated and taken pleasure in, sleeping in till 9 or 10 a.m. when possible. We have no kids or any other responsibilities that would make this an impossible or otherwise irresponsible pleasure. I usually have weekends off the same as her, but due to the shift pattern I'm on, I sometimes have weekdays off, this week being Wednesday and Thursday. Now this morning, as per usual, she woke up late for work. Actually, she woke up, 
made a cup of tea, sat on TikTok for a bit, and then had to rush around because she was late for work. This is regular behavior for her. She's now frantically rushing around trying to get ready, quite literally running around the house. In and out of rooms, up and down the stairs, banging doors and stomping around everywhere. Making it worse, she was also wearing flip-flops so I could hear them loudly slapping against her feet with every step. When she finally stopped darting around like a cat in heat, she came into the bedroom to use her makeup and toiletries. Every single can, bottle, brush, pencil, whatever gets slammed on the table, some drop on the floor, hairspray and perfume being sprayed everywhere. This is the same woman who asks me to spray my deodorant outside the room because it's loud and makes the room toxic. She then says she needs to use the hair dryer. I responded, oh, because you've been so quiet up till now. She just replied, I don't care. And Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Use the hairdryer twice. This is what really pissed me off, honestly. She clearly could just not at all give a crap in the slightest is what really gets under my skin and has annoyed the freak out of me. To me, it's just inconsiderate and shows the ugly side of her character and somewhat crappy attitude. So I angrily called her an inconsiderate jerk. She almost seemed a little confused and said that it was really uncalled for and that I was overreacting. I wouldn't mind as much if it was a one-off or rare occurrence, but it isn't. While typing this, I do feel like I might have overreacted a bit, but it's really aggravated me and made me wake up in a horrible mood. Am I the jerk for reacting poorly to this? Do I genuinely owe her an apology? I don't think OP's the jerk, and I think they have one of two ways to try to handle this. One is sit them down and try to talk it out and explain that they both have to be courteous when they wake up. Or two, fight fire with fire and at 5am show them how nice it is to have all those interruptions. Our next story is from Little Repeat 2427 Am I the jerk for making my mom cry and hurting her marriage? My mom has me, 16-year-old female, and my brothers Nico, 17-year-old male, and Shay, 18-year-old male, with our dad. He died on my fifth birthday really suddenly. Mom was young and had the three of us, and she ended up meeting our stepdad less than a year later. I think it was about two years after my dad died that she introduced him to us as her boyfriend, and they married fast after that. At the time, mom and my stepdad wanted him to adopt us and to change our last names to his so we could be a legal family and share a family name. We had said no, but they went through the process for the adoption, and when it came time for court, the judge took us aside and we spoke to him. We expressed that we didn't want to be adopted or to have our last name changed. 
It's not something I remember the best because, at the time, I was really upset. But the end result was the judge turned down the adoption request and the change of name request. My grandma said that the judge told my mom and stepdad that he didn't want to leave us feeling even more robbed of our dad by taking away his name and his ties to us legally. After all that, my stepdad tried so hard to get us to start calling him dad. He always called us his kids, his daughters, sons, etc. But he made for a real emphasis on how much he wanted to be our dad and how he wanted to feel us accept him in that kind of way. Mom would sit and tell us how we were blessed to have two dads, one in heaven who looked down on us, and one who was with us on earth and could raise us and be the parent we needed. She said it would be such a positive thing to embrace him as our dad. My brothers and I never did call him dad. Mom had more kids with our stepdad and they called him dad, but it was always a problem that we didn't. My oldest brother graduated last year and he moved out soon after. He graduated early, and there were some things that went down which resulted in mom and stepdad bringing Nico and me to therapy with them. Four weeks ago during therapy, my mom and stepdad brought up how tired he is of feeling like he raised us for nothing, because we never show him the love he believes he deserves, and we don't show him the respect he wants by denying him the title of dad. They said he's very close to leaving, so mom asked if either of us would consider trying to be more open to the idea. Would we at least refer to him as dad to others, even if we don't call him dad to his face? I said I would never be okay with that. My brother too. Mom cried and my stepdad. Well, I think that was a breaking point for him. It feels like their marriage is all but over, and deep down, I know both of them blame me and my brothers. I hate seeing my mom so upset. My stepdad can't hide the fact that he's angry with us over it. Am I the jerk? So, I think OP's not the jerk. This is obviously a very complex situation, but the fact of the matter is, the stepdad I feel is trying to replace the father, and personally I believe if the kids don't want to call you dad or want to feel like it's essentially replacing their own father, I feel like you have to respect that, even if you really want that title of dad. It's the kind of thing I think you grin and bear and be a dad to them as much as you can in action and not necessarily title. I think them forcing the issue only made it worse because it just makes them even less comfortable with the idea of calling them dad or embracing them in at least that fashion. Our next story is from David Throwaway AITA. Am I the jerk for publicly telling my biological father that if he wanted to act like my dad, then he had until I was 32 to do so? My mother passed away a few months after I was born. My biological father, Dan, stayed for the first six years of my life but he ended up remarrying and moving with his new wife across the country. He left me with my grandparents. Dan would, at best, visit every bi-annually. He would show up in the morning with some treats and video games for me, talk with me about life, then he would be gone after dinner. Dan's visits would become less frequent as I got older. I have many memories of my grandparents calling Dan when they thought I was asleep. They would beg Dan to visit me more or bring me with him to Georgia because a boy needs his father. I still adored Dan and saw him as my hero for many years. Dan stopped visiting me after I tried to ruin his marriage with my selfishness. Dan didn't call me to wish me a happy 13th birthday, so I called him over hoping that he just didn't want to wake me up because of the time difference. His wife Sarah answered the phone. Sarah was actually a very sweet lady, and I discovered Sarah didn't even know I existed. 
Dan told Sarah that he'd been visiting California on business and how he was childless. Dan screamed at me later, saying how I deliberately tried to ruin his marriage and how selfish I am to always demand his time. After that point, Dan stopped visiting me and I view him as nothing more than a sperm donor to me. I live a pretty good life. My job's nothing to brag about in terms of being fun, but it's honest work and pays well. My wonderful wife and I have a little girl, Harper, who is the joy of my life. I tried not to think about Dan until I started getting notifications on social media. I didn't think Dan had social media. We also have a very generic surname, so I didn't worry about us finding each other. Dan left comments on almost all of our posts about Harper. From her last day of second grade to the newborn pictures, his comments all said how beautiful and bright his granddaughter was. I messaged Dan telling him he has no right to act like Harper's grandfather and to stay away from my family. He replied that Harper was his granddaughter and he gave me life so I owe him some darn respect. I warned him again and blocked him. I made a post the other day and Dan on a second account made a comment about how Harper gets her good looks from her grandpa. I replied to Dan that if he wanted to act like my dad, he had until I was 32 to do so. And he has no right to pretend he's some great father and grandfather when he moved across the country and left me with my grandparents at 6. I blocked Dan again. I learned secondhand that Dan is being shamed online and will likely delete his account soon. Family members said I was right about Dan, but calling him out online was not the mature way to handle things. I realize I could have just blocked him, but for me, you don't get to ditch your kid and then swoop in to act like a family man now that it suits you. Am I the jerk? I think OP's not the jerk, and if anything, people are just uncomfortable with it because, I mean, it's just too darn real. But I think OP said nothing but the truth and did nothing but okay things. And to comment on OP saying, we have a very generic surname so they didn't worry about finding each other. I'm assuming this is Facebook. And let me tell you dude, whatever background tracking Facebook has, you just type in the name of a relative that you have no connection to but you know is your relative and they'll just pop up at the top of the search results. They got some serious data collection and connection stuff going on. People who don't even have a Facebook account have a shadow data identifier. Our next story is from ConfusionQuirky7381. Am I the jerk for telling my husband to get over himself before he alienates our older daughter? My husband and I have been married for 21 years and we have three children together. Two daughters ages 16 and 15 and a son who's 13. My husband and I have always had a good marriage and are very similar in many ways except one. Our taste in names. My husband's always favored a more traditional and classic name, while I preferred a name like my own, more different and out there and modern. When it came to naming our children, there were no names we both liked, so we compromised. My husband named our oldest, I named our second child, and our son was given a first name by my husband and a middle name by me. Our oldest has never liked her name. She has to change it a few times over the years, asking for a name more like her sister. My husband would tell her how beautiful her name was and how it was meaningful because it represented her family. She said it felt boring and old. In the last two years, she's been more open about this and has brought it to our attention many times after. She found a name she loves and has been using and wants to use. Recently, she sat us down and asked that we consider letting her change it before she turns 18. 
so she can start off her adult life with less paperwork needing to be changed and less hoops to jump through. My husband shot it down hard. He told her that she has a beautiful name and that she'll be thankful for it in a few years when she enters the professional world and wants to be taken seriously. Our daughter pointed out that I never had trouble. He told her that he gave her the name with love, with thought, and tied her to several family members. When she pressed more, he told her the decision was final. I told her we would discuss it and talk to her again. My husband said no way. Once we were alone, I told him to get over himself that I understood he loved her name as it is now and had poured love into choosing her name, but he's not the one who has to live with it, and I pointed out that he will alienate her by refusing point-blank to even consider it and to take such a hard stance which implies quite strongly that even if she changed her name at 18, he would still call her by the name he gave her. He said that is exactly what he would do, and I told him that everything I said needed to be emphasized then. He said I couldn't talk because all our kids apparently favor my taste in names, and he might as well have not have chosen any names or cared at all. I could tell he was upset. He felt somewhat personally rejected by it, so I'm now questioning if I am the jerk. I think OP's not the jerk, and this is just something that it might hurt for them, you know? It might suck to basically feel like a choice you made wasn't liked. Frankly, I get why that hurts. Probably hurts quite a lot. But at 16, they know they want to change their name. They're coming to you to help them, to make it easier on them in the future. As long as they're not trying to go change their name to like Bong or something, this is something that the husband needs to get through their feelings, get over it, and learn to support and love their kid who has to live with the name. And our final story of the day is from Flashy Kangaroo 7890 Am I the jerk for not wanting my partner's best friend's input or her as a bridesmaid in our wedding? I'm female, 29. My partner Jay, 31-year-old male, wants me to include his best friend H, 36-year-old female, as a bridesmaid in our wedding. H and I used to get along a couple of years ago, but she told Jay that she doesn't like me a while back. I've never been rude to H, and I'm always polite and civil when she's over, especially for Jay's sake because I know that H is one of Jay's closest friends. I still talk to her, say hi and bye, but I don't class her as a friend especially when she's polite to me, but will talk about me saying how she doesn't like me behind my back. Jay and I recently got engaged and we're currently fighting because he wants H to be a bridesmaid in our wedding, but I don't want her to be. I don't want someone to input opinion and be part of my hen's night, especially if she doesn't like me, because I want our wedding and the time leading up to it to be drama free. And I know it'll just cause drama having someone who doesn't like me as part of my bride's party. Jay keeps insisting to get H's opinions and not my friends who I want as a part of my wedding party, and he keeps getting angry and treating me like I'm the jerk for this. I've told Jay that if he wants her opinion, to make her a part of his wedding party, but he won't. I then said we could possibly wait until closer to the wedding date to see if H and I become friends again, but I honestly don't feel as if that will happen. I am starting to feel a bit like a jerk because it is his wedding as well and maybe I should just put up with it for his sake. So Reddit, am I the jerk? This actually highlights a really interesting issue where the groom has a female friend that isn't on great terms with the bride. It's like, well, they should probably still be invited to the party, but they're not going to be invited to the bachelor party, probably. And the bride shouldn't be saddled with just sucking it up because they're friends of the groom. I don't think OP's the jerk here, but I don't know what a great solution would be. 
besides just not having them be a part of the parties and probably not be a bridesmaid, I don't know. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another Am I the Jerk here story that was way crazier than any of the ones in this video, click on that left video. Or if you missed my latest video, check out the one on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 